For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Talk it, I'm saying it, dude. Liar, dude. What's going on, everybody? We're back. Mm. We're back again. That's right. Another another episode, episode number six of uh, Fear and Malding Podcast. I'm Sam Piker. This is Will Neff. Hello. And we're here. I don't even know how we're alive. We've had we've had a couple. <laughs> we've had some weeks, man. We've had some weeks, dude. It's been a whole thing. It's it has been. Yeah. It's just we were in Austin, Texas, as mm. you know, and that's why we were late on the podcast last week. And then this weekend we were in Miami. We're gonna talk a lot about mm. that actually, because yeah, we are. We had some experiences in Florida, which were not great. Okay. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna come out, spoiler alert, Florida fucking mid, not great <laughs> as a place. Okay. And I live there, so I can say it. Yeah is terrible yeah but we'll get dog, into that dog water we'll get into that though um yeah how, how are you how are you will you're drunk i'm still drunk you're yeah. still drunk from I'm, last night I, this is not even a game i'm literally it's like pulling the pin on a grenade i know that soon my my output will just fall off completely i know we said last episode was weird i hope you guys like that by the way uh this one's this gonna, one's be, gonna be this one's gonna be weird too now why is this one gonna be weird will's drunk that's right. That's number one. Number mm-hmm. two, I didn't have a car this morning because my mom was like, hey, hey, I know you're back from Miami. Peace. I'm taking the car with me. I was like, okay. All right, I guess, you know, have fun with that. And then also Spectrum was like, oh, did you like an uninterrupted internet experience from your internet service provider? Just kidding. You will not get that because this is America and we have an oligopoly. Complete interruption of yeah. service in an entire area. So, uh, 
very casually, I just have not had internet yeah, for... I, dude, I knew Hassan meant business this morning when he pulled up with a, a matching outfit somehow, uh, uh, t- totally out of character, and he pulled up with his Switch. My yeah. man had a 10-minute Uber and was playing Switch in dude. the Uber. His brain is perfectly. You think fucking Tris Marigold waits for the no man, dude? No. I'm a goddamn Witcher, baby. I'm That's playing right. Witcher 3 on Switch. We're going to talk about that in a second, too. But yeah, no, it's just... My house is a fucking Faraday cage, so... I get no service regardless. And then when I don't have internet and I don't have service, it's just I'm literally living in, you know, 1994. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. I just like, so I busted out the Switch and I was just playing Witcher 3 yeah. on Switch all the day. Game Gear. All right, oh, let's yeah. start with some reviews because that's what we start with. First of all, I don't even need to read the first review to tell you what the people are saying. Editors, they want Will Neff in the intro. I've remained silent long enough. There's a lot of Hassan lines. Listen, I have good voice mean? lines. They cut me completely out of the intro. You've never noticed that? Oh, in that? the song. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. I never it's said anything about bullshit. it. I don't, I don't know if we're like. They're rioting in the streets. I know that. Yeah. I, I know that people were upset at me over it. Like I did it. Like I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Hassan like, hey, had guys. final edit on that. Yeah. I was like, I, was I really. Like, I like this intro, but we need more me. Yeah. I was like, there's too much Will Neff in this. <laughs> Get it out of there. Cut it. All right. Can you read this? You want me to get it? Fuck no. Wait, unless you, read, unless you blow it, it up. It, Wait, hold it. on. Blow it up. I want to oh, see. Oh, yeah. Blow it up. Okay. <clears throat> Let me just... Love this conversation podcast. Will and Hassan are easily my favorite conservative commentators. <laughs> easily my favorite conservative commentators. Each episode is dripping with juicy, delicious, and hilarious conservative takes, taking a stand against the radical left and the welfare state. Absolute political powerhouses surpassing even TPUSA and Poggers U. These two young Republican renegades represent a new wave of conservative intellectualism, the likes of which I have not seen since Thomas Sowell, Edmund Burke, and Candace Owens. By the way, I'm like literally making up half the words. Like, it is so hard for me to see. Yeah, God you're doing damn. great, though. My eyesight is so bad. It's crazy. I mean, you're playing Witcher on the way over here. My question if you guys were stranded on an island, for five years and you only bring three people not including each other who would you pick shit who would you pick dua lipa dua lipa dua lipa <laughs> who are the five greatest rappers of all time no i, I Dylan, Dylan. that's <laughs> a good answer three dua lipas on an island three dua lipas on an island it's like that's like the update for Gilligan's Island, but way hotter. So sick, so hot. She's a strong, you know, she's strong Albanian woman, dude. Yeah. She knows how to fucking break coconuts and shit. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? She don't take start care caring about me now. I don't even know On any of her songs. <laughs> That's how you. Know. I'm such a fucking like. I I literally I'm the worst kind of simp. Like I'm just. You're like she makes music. <laughs> what? I thought yeah. No, like literally, I don't know. You, you, you I, I assume shit. context cues. Like, I, I assume you were singing a song of hers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, literally, have never listened to okay. her music. All I right. just think she is, she is the perfect woman. Damn. Yeah. All right. Who would I? Who would I bring on an island? Uh. So I would probably bring the Dalai Lama. <laughs> So that I could enrich myself spiritually. <laughs> I'd bring Steven Seagal. Okay. So that fair. he could turn me into a weapon of hate. Or Jean-Claude Van Damme. So he could train my legs to do the splits. 
because he all like any time if you've ever watched a, a incredibly Jean-Claude, useful skill on the island. Yes, but he always does it using like vines. Somehow he's like got a vine apparatus that like rips his legs apart, and he's like, ah! and then he the greatest fighter of all time. That's what I want. And then the third, um, I, uh, can I just wait before yeah. you say your third? Sure. You recognize this, right? Like, like Steven Seagal and Jean Claude Van Damme are literally on the opposite ends of the spectrum as far as like one actually knows how to fight and the other just does not. Uh, I think. Uh, are you, what are you insinuating? <laughs> what are you insinuating, like, sir? Like one, one is literally like very athletic and has fought and knows how to fight. The other one is the opposite. The other I one don't is, know which one. And the other one is Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> one is a legend. Um, the other is Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, pussy. Hell yeah. <laughs> And then the third person I'd bring, yo, this is the pick. The noodling girl from the catfish videos. <laughs> because first of all, so, smoking hot. Fucking so smoking hot. Secondly, if you're on a deserted island, that girl will find food. She'll be jamming her arm in spider caves and, <laughs> and fish holes and just pulling out meals. Uh, you, want some fucking, you want some spiders? I appreciate you. I went into that cave and I got a whole gaggle of spiders and threw yeah. them on the fire. Now they're delicious. Yeah, like my arm's falling off a little bit. <laughs> Dude, also, she is so fit and her like she stock is. is so good. If, if you had a, a child on the deserted island, it would come out the chute walking. Okay, I hear you. It's a, and and I challenge you to do a leap, do a leap, do a leap. All right, listen. When I come Trio off that Lipa. island, when Trio I come Lipa. off that island, Bodhi Daisu, ready to fight with my legs behind my ears. It's fine. I I, I, I will be. It's fine. I will be in. First of all, come off that island. My goal was to stay on the island. Yeah, okay. Okay. True. With the three Dua Lipas, the Trio Lipa. Okay, let's move on to the next review. <laughs> the Trio Lipa. Yeah. Crazy, come off the island, he says. Okay, yeah, you read this one. This one's for you. Okay, someone says, Wow, mashallah, brother. Very good podcast. Allah bless you, Pipa Baba. Hyperclap poggers. Thank you. Um, Thank you, Abibi. <laughs> Allah definitely has not blessed this podcast. <laughs> Allah does not endorse this podcast. Okay, what's this one? Are you oh, ready? this one's mine. Big W from Abby in Iowa. This podcast stiffens my hat. That's right. Oh, hat stiffener. There were a lot of floppy hats down there in Miami. Oh, hell yeah, brother. Must be a shortage of stiffener. Yeah, it was fucking absolutely bullshit. That's right. I bring up. A, I was bringing up a a, a a load of them through the Suez Canal. <laughs> Wait, why are you now, Louisiana? I don't know. Why are you now, New? I don't now know. you a crawl daddy. What yeah, happened? I, got, I thought you were. I got a whole shipping container for them. Because this is the guy who ships the hat stiffener. Oh, okay. The okay. And, and he's, he's a on. Hat stiffener and he tycoon. has. And he has like a, one of those like fucking um, straight boats with like the big <laughs> propellers in the yeah, back. Yeah. But the propeller's not working, so you're using fucking. Yeah, you're the, using those long sticks. Like, hey, long. this is how I got to transport this now. Doesn't matter. I Gonna rode, do it. I rode this shipping all the way up to the Su- Suez. <laughs> <laughs> Bring another hat stiffener for those who need it. Gotta keep your hat stiff. <laughs> All right, that's enough for reviews. We have the the trilepa and the hat stiffener guy okay. made an appearance. Okay, this is very good. Good start. Okay, uh, so 
I don't have internet access, so like you know, that's why I said it was going to be a weird one. Like, there's not a lot of preparation I could have uh, put into this podcast today, because uh, like I said, I live in a fucking Faraday cage, and uh, I had no internet. So shouts out the spectrum for that. But we do have some fun stories, okay? Yeah. But before we get to the fun story, should we start off with our Miami experience? Yes. Okay. I just want to say, I mean, I said this a lot, but... Uh, Dude, you spoiled me down in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> spoiled you. You spoiled me down in Miami, baby. <laughs> yeah, I love how... Dude, there are so many people out there in the world who's like, Will's a cloud shark. He only hangs out with the sun because he's wealthy and famous. <laughs> this motherfucker did not get me into a single thing, first of all. Secondly... He only bought me food from 7-Eleven. Bitch, Every that was the night. only time we had food, though. That was the only <laughs> opportunity we had food. You, you Every revealing. night he would order food and it would cancel. And then he'd be like, dude, we got to go to 7-Eleven. We, we would do multiple trips to the 7-Eleven per night. So sad. It was, <laughs> it was so spoiled sad. me, daddy. I fucking, damn. I hate, like. You give me cookie dough bites <laughs> and a Pedia shirt? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, to be fair, like. Our Miami experience was terrible, okay? <laughs> it was just terrible. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Miami just does not work. I said this before, like, look, as an immigrant coming to the United States, like, one of the things that many immigrants will always appreciate about America is that, like, no matter how boring it is, no matter how gray it is, no matter how dystopian or capitalist it is, or no matter how like uh, tasteless everything is. Hey, you know, we got boobs. Yeah. Come Cheese on. Cheesecake Factory, CVS, Walgreens. These are like brands, right? But it works, okay? You can go to New Jersey. You go to the Walmart in New Jersey. You're going to get a certain like level of experience. Certain, you know, everything's going to be in order. Aisles are there. You can go and you buy your hat stiffener, whatever the fuck you want to buy, right? Same shit with like Walmart in Oklahoma. Same shit with like Walmart in New Jersey. No matter where you go. In, in developing nations and like other countries, it's not like that. It's not like streamlined in the same way. So... That's something that like a lot of immigrants appreciate about America, except for Miami. <laughs> in Miami, nothing works. Absolutely nothing works. It's like you take your life in your hands every time you call an Uber. Yeah. You no, I love life. rolling the dice. I love rolling the dice on like whether or not we're going to make it. This is not an exaggeration. This is not an exaggeration. We had an Uber driver, dead ass, was trying to get into the lane next to us, and the guy wasn't letting him in. So he started NASCAR yeah. like cleaning his tires in a threatening way to get the guy to, to pull back. 
but like violently yanking the car to the point where Hassan and I were both like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then but he succeeded, pussy. So what? What's yeah, up? We get, we get, yeah, you got yeah. there. He he got into that fucking lane, and then he flexed like he was like, you have to be crazy. Oh, I mean, he said it in Spanish, so I'm not gonna try an attempt even here to say it in Spanish because it's gonna look like I, I'm doing a hate crime. But because uh, I just cannot speak <laughs> Spanish, I just can't. Sorry, I'm bilingual, don't know Spanish. Yeah. Um, and and this dude literally was just like, uh, yeah, you have to be crazy to drive in Miami, and yeah. I'm numero uno. Like, yeah. I'm loco numero uno. That's what he said. Yeah, Hassan said Oncho. Okay, trying to up. say one. He mixed one shut and eight and said Stop oh. it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop. You're calling me out. I it was it. pretty good. Okay, I, I said Oncho. I, I don't. I don't did not Espanol, okay? Don't está la biblioteca. Fuego. Y... I can't speak. Yo, hace de snork in su pantalone. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. It means dude. I want to scuba dive in your pants. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's important to know. These are good words to know. Yeah. Learn espanol with wheel, the horny way. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was, it was just awful. Like, the Ubers don't fucking work. Postmates on its own. It's like, oh, <laughs> Postmates, it's on fucking they site, They canceled dude. on this guy three Every time, times. Every time I've ordered stuff on Postmates, it's just like, no like why would you think that you would ever get a fucking delicious meal after actually at any time of the day really <laughs> like i was gonna say after 2 a.m but like no not really like it's just any yeah. time of the day you want fucking food and you went and you got it on postmates and i dropped like fat stacks on the fucking tips too because i was like please maybe because if you put the tip ahead of time yeah. they can see it so it's like maybe if they see like 30 percent tip they'll be like oh yeah we'll bring this one's food this time we no, we also almost got killed at the fight yeah we didn't even mention this so we were making our way to the seats and the seats were i mean we were very close to the to the ring so we were next to fourth, Ty tyron fourth, woodley fourth row yeah, right. we were right behind Tyron Woodley, who's Who, apparently fighting Jake Paul. I didn't know. He's an MMA fighter. Right. But the way that we got to our seats, his bodyguard thought we were, like, fans trying to run up and, like, say what's up. And this very white bodyguard. No, I know his name. His name is Suleiman. The bodyguard? Yeah, you were right, by the way, when you said he's, like, ex-military. I knew he was, like, Section 8 disgruntled. Yeah. He's um, got a sh he was wearing a shirt that said kill all pedophiles. QAnon immediately yeah. like 100%. He was right, and 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 <laughs> I was like like the I message was, like, I'm I like yo let me just show I was like little gentleman white guy like backing my booty through like excuse me excuse me Hello I have my fear sucker shirt and on. He's like yo back <laughs> up and I was like uh I, I'm, I'm sitting he's like yo back up. He's and like, back then he the called fuck me up. the N word. Yeah. In front of and I was like what is happening? I literally said out loud, what is happening? We were so taken aback. I said, calm down. And he like did not calm down. No, he did not calm down. He and then, not. And he, then to he, the two people he was bodyguarding, they turn around and look at me and I go, we're sitting here. There's nowhere to back up to. And they were like, oh, sorry, you're good. But I was like, wait a minute. I was called the N-word by a white guy who's bodyguarding a black man. What is yeah. happening? Yeah, it, my, it was the most Miami shit that happened. My my uh, my chat found every part of his information. He's like a famous bodyguard. 
Yeah. Uh, Suleiman Hardcore or something. He's like fucking Middle East. His Eastern. last name remember? is Hardcore? I don't know. I call him Hardcore. But I remember how I said this dude's Armenian? He's not. He wasn't Armenian. But he is Middle Eastern. Okay. I know my people, bro. I know my people. Okay. That dude just straight up like. You're, nah, fuck that. You're like, a, you're like a, a, a Spanish dude who's like, that's a Dominican guy. And he's like, are you Dominican? And he's like, no, I'm from Venezuela. He's like, close enough. Okay, but like, but like, it's this. I'm just saying, like, he just he he gave like, he gave like big time reactionary Armenian guy vibes. Yeah, to me, right. Yeah, but um, I was wrong. He's not Armenian, but he is Middle Eastern. I don't know what what part of the Middle East, but he's also a Blackwater contractor who bounty hunts. I called all he, that. Who, who bounty hunts for fun? I called all that, and you were like, you were like, no, no, and I was like, yes. I still don't believe it. Like, I I'm still so fucking certain about my POV that like. There's nothing about him serving in the military, but just one story about Blackwater. So he could be, he could still be one of those like hoorah dipshits who like lies about their military service, you know, stolen valor shit. Cause like, well, he's, but he does have a lot of guns. And we'd love to have him on. D- definitely not. We'd love to talk to him. <laughs> I mean, what a fucking freak, dude. I mean, what a freak. That, that kill all pedophiles thing is his merch. Wow. Yeah, he has his own merch. Well, it's got a ring to it. Dude, he was. <laughs> I mean, but it was like it was so fucking annoying and, Hassan, and also inappropriate. Hassan, dude, please let's not kick this. Ba- this man was ready to kill me over getting to my seat. Yeah, let's not antagonize this. And, person. and what's really frustrating about that? Well, no, no, but I just got to say this: like that, you're not a good bodyguard. Like you're a very bad bodyguard. And the reason why I say this is because, like, <laughs> no, because y- yeah, you you're as- not supposed to escalate as a bodyguard. I know exactly. You're, what you're not saying. supposed to escalate as a bodyguard. I say this as like someone who. I mean, look, we had fucking kidnapping attempts and shit like that on. When I was growing up, I had a bodyguard uh, growing up in Turkey. And I would tell you this, like, and and they were dope. Um, uh, Like, you're you're supposed to assess the situation and, like, not fucking freak out. One, you're never supposed to escalate like that. And two, you're not supposed to escalate on, like, people that are there potentially in the same, like, level uh or or guests that are like the event yeah. attending the event you know what i mean you're not supposed to freak out on the, anyone like that right yeah but regardless like you definitely aren't supposed to do that like imagine if this dude goes to a fucking party and it's like like th- it's like a boxing manager or something or like a fight promoter and this dude unloads on the fight promoter like yeah. you're you're cucking your own fucking Client. uh you're yeah. you're cucking your clients future opportunities when you do shit like that now in our situation like Whatever, we're fucking political commentators. We're, we're uh, podcasters, so it doesn't really Sex matter. Icons. Yeah, whatever. Like, it, it doesn't fucking matter in that situation. <laughs> but, like, clearly we're fucking sitting on the fourth row, dog. It's not like we're, yeah. we're like, random dudes, you know yeah. what I mean? You're just, like, unloading on them, which you shouldn't hey. regardless, even if they're hey, I got dudes. to meet Brandon Marshall, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You did say that to him. Oh, I fucking said it to him. That was... It was hype, dude. He looked great. He did look very he good. Handsome. He's very handsome. Jets organization, if you're hearing this, you need better spokespeople. All right, we need to change our image. I'm available. Okay. All right, I, I will make the Jets sexy again. I will make losing sexy again. Yeah, they really need that. <laughs> they do. They need. They need to lose in a sexual. In a sexual. Yes. Way. The Jets God, do. Fuck yes. But yeah, so. As far as Miami goes, like, uh, it's just not great. It's not great. Uh, the, no. the state, like, people always say, and I used to say this too, like, Miami, like, I live there. It's not like it's Florida. Like, you can't really see that Miami's in Florida. Like, no. You can fucking, you totally get the vibes of Miami's in Florida. Like, whether it be the toll roads that allow you to just open up 
well, with no state trooper presence there whatsoever yeah. because like apparently you know a they die trooper, one died so, so they don't patrol the express lane anymore like that is the most libertarian shit i've ever heard dude. yeah oh it's florida one like, of our uber drivers hit the expressway and he was gone dude it he was, was it was gone. awesome it, he goes I didn't even know that their toll system is not even like a base number. No, it's based on how many. It's people based on how it, many yeah. people use the toll road. Like that is some libertarian anarcho-capitalist shit right there, dude. Yeah. Like, so what's up? If like the toll is backed up, you're paying like 150 dollars for a backed I, up ass fucking expressway. I have no idea. It's just crazy to me. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. So I love that. I absolutely love that. Uh, also built by uh, crackheads. The city is built by crackheads. Yeah. It's got some strong PCP vibes to it. It's just like, I don't know what they were thinking when they built it. So much congestion. Yeah, so dude. It's, it's like it's so congested and everything is a high rise and they, there's just no signs of stopping. Yeah. If you ever, ever want to go to a city where like entering certain parts of the city you're always going to hit like bumper to bumper traffic 24 seven. Cause like even in fucking Los Angeles, oh, I live in and, LA and the worst part is not 24 seven traffic in the middle of the height of congestion. They have a motherfucking drawbridge. Oh yeah. That goes up like eight times a day. Oh yeah. You got to get those boats through baby. <laughs> so what are you going to do? You got to get those. The, fucking the, low. the drawbridge is so bad. Someone jumped it. Yeah. It's Florida. <laughs> it's fucking so, Florida. Someone said, Fuck it. I'm going to put my life in my hands, playboy. I mean, respect. Respect yeah. that guy. All right. But let's, yeah, let's Florida move on is from, Florida. From, hey, this one's toast. Uh, yeah. Ben, Cheers. Bienvenidos in Miami. We'll be back. Maybe. Probably not. Um, I just like, every time I go, I, I remember why I left. Yeah. Every time I go, I'm like, this is not a sustainable existence. Like, it's like Vegas, dude. It's like Vegas, but like instead of like a, a robust economy revolving around gambling, this time it's just like nightlife and sex tourism. Yeah. So it's just, it, I guess it's better. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I just, I don't moving know. Moving on, moving on. Um, all right. So we got stories today. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We have news. Yeah. This is a political podcast. Yeah. And that is okay, let's start with a serious one then. Okay, let's start with a serious okay. one. Okay. Is Donald Trump wearing diapies? Gotta be. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, this is an NPR uh, update. Actually, this is NPR politics. Actually, mm. Trump was not wearing his pants backward at a weekend rally. 
That's literally the title of this. And the reason why I say this, <laughs> this we, is hard hitting. Is it news. possible to pull this uh, photo up, like from that article? I haven't even seen the photo. So Donald Trump transfixed a sizable uh, part of the nation over the weekend, not through his words, as he often has done, but because of his pants, or more specifically, because of the unusual wrinkles in Trump's pants that people struggled to explain. My man's wearing diapers. Confirmed. Experts struggle to. I love how it's like the Loch Ness monster experts who are like looking and they're like, it can't be uh, from the Cretaceous period. They're putting those same forensic experts to figure out if Donald Bro, Trump is Snopes, wearing a diaper. Snopes did a fucking article on it. Like, no, Donald Trump did not wear his pants backwards oh at the rally. God. You're wrong. There's a claim going around. It says former U.S. President Donald Trump wore his pants backwards during the 2021 June North Carolina Republican Party convention in Greenville, North Carolina. And Snopes declared it false. Now, the reason why this happened is because I'm going to show you the actual video. All right, so here is Donald Trump. Mm. In a in a Republican convention in North Carolina. Yep. And you need to tell me if like a lot of people are foolish and they thought that he was wearing his pants backwards, but you know, we're smart here. You need to tell me if he's wearing a diaper. Alright, I am a little bit of a pants expert. Let's take a look. Just, you know, play that play that yeah, video. <laughs> Enhance. Well, Mr. President, thank you so Enhance. much. You know, and and go back to twenty sixteen. Enhance. I was in a 17-way race and won this, won that primary Enhance. and got here. I was a business guy. Mm, this is interesting because they look tight. There could be a depend under there. So people thought that this was backwards. Like he's, they said, like, we can't see the fly. Like, he's clearly wearing his pants backwards, right? But we here at the Fear and Malding podcast know better. Yeah. Okay, this isn't that he's wearing his pants backwards. He's wearing his pants normal. He just says depends on. This is a diaper situation. This is a diaper. I, I actually can see the fly. I don't even know how that got started. Yeah. You can you can see. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. There. Enhanced. Now this <laughs> over the weekend. You don't know this, but uh, this this took me to a goddamn rabbit hole. Like where I was just. Why? I was gonna say like no, it's because he has a fat hog, uh, and that's why. You okay, know. that is that theory is simply impossible. Okay, I'm just saying like, and then. And then I was going to make a joke, uh, which is kind of ableist, so I didn't make it. But it was I was going to say, like, can you get elephantitis? Does he have elephantitis on his uh, penis? Mm. And then I literally looked it up, and you can get elephantitis on your penis, and it's very devastating. So I was like, I'm not going to make that joke anymore. But then it took me down this, like, rabbit hole learning about elephantitis, which is a real problem for those of you who don't know, where you get, like, um, where yeah, your body is just, like, produces uh, way more cells than it's supposed to. And then that's how you get like people with like 34 kilogram scrotums, like you know, <clears throat> 70, 80 pounds. Their ball sacks are like 80 pounds. That's a real thing. All right. We digress. Sorry. Uh, but back to the Donald Trump situation. I think what is baffling people are right. the wrinkles in the front of his pants. Do you see that? The number yeah. of wrinkles. Those would sometimes be caused by a butt crease. Okay. Because you need to, in order to create wrinkles, you need bend. So why is there bend there? Well, here's why there, there's bend. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to put this to rest. The diapy is putting additional pressure yeah. at the cockle impact point of his pants. That is making them wrinkle backwards when he sits down. So when he sits down, instead of a straight pant leg, they pull 
like this yeah. because of the extra diapy pressure creating the wrinkles, making it also look like that is the butt crease, but it is not the butt crease. Don't wait. What what is it called when you when you have like a like a cock airing space for you to get a boner on like old pants? It's called pleated. He needs pleated pants. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what he needs to to air out his diapy. These are a little too tight. It looks like. Yeah, and and That's honestly, a like tailored suit. A lot of fools think like, oh, he wore his pants like backwards. Like the silly mind of a liberal who thinks like Donald Trump. Uh, I'm also shocked in this photo. It looks like he's wearing a normal length tie, which is completely the antithesis of his whole thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened there. He 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 is the plus length tie guy. Apparently, apparently, <laughs> apparently, this is a six thousand dollar Brioni suit or some shit. I don't know. Oh, uh, I mean, if it's an Italian suit, that's probably why it's so fitted. He doesn't usually wear such fitted suits like this. Yeah, he wears Brioni Donald J. Are, Trump. Brioni makes tremendous suits. It's just crazy how good he looks. That's what I think when I see this. Don't you feel the same way? When you're like, damn, like, like we had a thick ass president, dude. Yeah, he was, he was fucking thick, thick, dude. He was a thick boy. Uh, all right. Well, I basically solved this while you were on your phone. I was looking at the phone. I mean, you got into elephantitis and then your brain disappeared. I'm just old saying, drunk, old I was drunk. Will had to carry it. I was looking at the photos on my phone of Donald Trump's uh, stand dumpy. up. It was Donald <laughs> Trump's stand up. You're live. Okay, it was just. I'm sorry <sighs> that I'm sorry that I wish that our president was hot, okay. and, and Joe Biden is just simply not. Okay. Um. Anyway, that was a big story. That was a big ordeal. So yeah, I'm glad we covered that on our very serious political podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of which, I what? think we had another really serious story, didn't we? Yeah, another serious story is the Bezos are going to space. Ladies and gentlemen, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is going wow. to be on Blue Origin's first human space flight. And he's bringing his brother up there with him, too. The Bezai. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. Uh, plans to travel to space next month as part of the first crew carried by Blue Origin, the Amazon.com Inc. founders space company. And Jeff Bezos uh, originally had a helicopter crash at the age of like 39 or something recently. Well, like he survived a helicopter crash. My God. What the fuck happens here now? You know what I mean? A lot can go wrong on space travel, folks. Yeah, especially when you're... you're... <laughs> ex-wife is the richest person on the planet and can buy a stinger missile to get the rest of your assets <laughs> oh my god i never thought about it like yeah that. she's got the wealth of a nation if she wants to get the that's rest true. of his bucks just make dude, it look like the challenger mission that went wrong yes yeah, fucking that's some real girl power shit right yeah, there dude. i'm not just the richest world a woman in the world anymore i'm the richest motherfucker in the world. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. like girl boss shit can you do that i don't think she can seize the assets like that i don't know if that i mean if he doesn't have a will i think it would go to the state but he definitely has a will, will. yeah I bet, i'm sure he has a will that's updated every 10 minutes yeah like a crypto password especially before he goes to space like i'm yeah. sure i'm sure he, he has, has like, like a stenographer crazy. that just follows him around and he's uh, like yeah. that guy's out amazing yeah uh, that blue- guy that bagged my groceries, give him a million. Okay. <laughs> no shot, dude. Are you kidding me? He definitely is not magnanimous <laughs> like that. Like <laughs> Jeff Bezos literally multi multi billionaire. What you didn't know though in that situation is that was actually his nephew. And oh, he okay. just refers to him yeah. as the <laughs> <laughs> the bag, the bag man. So yeah, he said it on an Instagram post Monday that he will be one of the inaugural passengers on Blue Origin's new Shepard spacecraft during its first crewed flight scheduled for launch from West Texas 
on July 20th. Mr. Bezos is 57 years old, and he said that his brother Mark Bezos will also be on board. Dude, as much as my reflex in my heart is to hate, 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 hate on this, it's so sick. It's oh, it's so cool as fucking fuck. cool. No, I think like no, I think space travel is sick as hell. It's so goddamn. Um, just you and your bro going to space for yeah. a day? Why not? Because it's a thing I've wanted to do all my life. It's an adventure. It's a big deal for me. I invited my brother to come on this first flight. Wait, can you pause it? We're closest friends. Okay, so I just wanted to point out, like, mm. my man is not looking all right. Like he. He's got the Joe Rogan thing going Dude, on. Dude, he is not doing bit. Hot Boy Summer right, okay? he's He did not get the memo on Thought Boy Summer. My dude, he just looks like a Ninja Turtle, dude. Like, he did that thing where his face got so big, dude. His face got so fucking big. You see that? Like, that's HGH. He's got the HGH jaw. Oh, you think? He's looking like a fucking Fitbit, like, Instagram influencer. Like, he's about to show uh, Fit T. You know how, like, the the... the like the female uh, Instagram influencers, like they will do like, you know, they'll definitely go through like a like a fifty phase. Uh, yeah. I mean, not fifty phase. Sorry, like a HGH uh, phase where they just like come out with like the fucking Chad jaw. Yeah, I, that's what he's got going on right now. It's crazy. All right, let's watch the rest of this video. <laughs> Big deal for me. I invited my brother to come on this first flight. He's so jacked. We're closest friends. I really want you to come with me. Would you? Are you serious? I am. I think it would be meaningful. Have my brother there. I wasn't even expecting him to say that he was going to be Wait, on the first flight. Brother and then is when hot. he asked yeah. me to go along, I was just awestruck. You, Seriously? If you're willing, if you is want to. serious? Yeah. What a remarkable opportunity, not only to have this adventure, but to be able to do it with uh, my best friend. Wait, can you pause it again? Can you pause it again? So, <laughs> Wait, Jeff can I Bezos, ask a question? What's up? He's he's got to own this shit, right? There's the, the only reason he's juicing this so much is to make money. Yeah, of course. So he owns this, right? He yeah. has to. Yeah. What do you mean he owns this? The the company going to space. Yeah. Okay, that makes this sense. This is his like every billionaire. Richard Branson has Virgin Galactic. Uh, Elon Musk has uh, SpaceX, and he has Blue Origin. So like they all have their own commercial space I travel aware of this yeah 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 no he's not like going on some random fucking space no this is deliberate he is doing what the elon musk like he's doing basically what elon musk is, has done which is like putting himself in the center of this marketing campaign for his next endeavor his next initiative because all of these billionaires are trying to be the first to go to the space the to first to go to space to the space we're going to the space no because because of uh mining like they're it's it's they want insane. those space resources yeah exactly whoever is the first to like figure out like asteroid mining and shit yeah will absolutely become like a gillionaire like a number that is unfeasible like a number that we have not even comprehended uh, that's that is the ultimate goal like they make a God, lot they man, make a decent I, amount of money like doing you know spacex does like iss uh it's gonna be cowboy Bebop. refueling we fucking were born in the exact wrong time yeah if only we had been born 30 years, years from now, we'd be lonely astronaut miners. Yeah. Like, there will be space rock. You know what I mean? There will be blood, but in space. That's hot to me. Yeah, no. It makes it would my be nips sick. flick. It would be, like, the wild, wild west, but in space. Uh, and we would have, like, fucking spaceships. And we uh, could do that. Oh, fuck. It'd be so sick. Earth would be a wasteland. 
I mean, Earth is yeah. Yeah, Earth is going to be a wasteland. Uh, th- but you 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 take the good with the bad. Yeah. You can play a harmonica in zero G, but Earth is a, a barren wasteland where I'll take it. Yeah, penises are falling off bodies. Yeah. Why? Why? That specific. That's just part of the radiation. Okay. It's just it's just falling <laughs> the off. Science is there. Yeah. The five G coronavirus. <laughs> But yeah, it's just. It, but the other thing I want to say the is the Corona vaccine saved the planet, but it murdered Cox. Yeah. The only dude. Actually, I'm writing fan fiction for for like QAnon right now. Can you imagine if they're like some guy wrote like the only men able to fuck after the Corona vaccine were those patriots brave enough to okay. deny it? I take it back. If that was the future, first of all, we would never go to space. Let's be real. Because, like, the population instantly gets dumber. Like, one generation later, they're like, what happened? They forgot, like, none of these motherfuckers we went back have... back to the Stone Age yeah, so None of these fast. motherfuckers have object permanence. Like, it's just... Like, they literally got dumber in one generation. Just wiped out every smart person automatically. Every child after that is like, oh, I don't know what's going on, brother. <laughs> the event was known as the great neutering. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> fucking, it's over. It's GG's after that. They would not even, no one knows how to like operate the the electrical grid. You know what I mean? No more engineers, no more doctors. Yeah. Except the cranks. The only doctors that survive all, are the ones who are like hydroxychloroquine saves lives. All important events would be solved with a, NASCAR style death race. Yeah. I mean, idiocracy straight up. Um, But one thing I want to say about this video is like Jeff does a much better job. Jeff, we're on a first name basis. He's my boss. So (laughs) Jeffy B what's up? What's up? Anyway, uh, (laughs) I really don't. I I love you. Please don't murder me with your space laser. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, he literally has a Mecca. Like it's crazy. He's a villain. And he's bald, like Lex Luthor. But he does a much better job than fucking Mark Zuckerberg does at, like, appearing to be human here. He's got the cowboy hat on. He, like, shot this totally impromptu video in 4K with multiple camera angles where he asks his brother, like, hey, you want to go to space with me, bro? And he's like, what? Are you serious? Like, wow, so realistic, dude. I'm sure that's how that works, dude. (laughs) His brother was like, I thought you were going to take my other kidney. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go with you, Jeff. I'm so sorry. Please, please don't hurt me anymore. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to go to space together. That's, but again, he does a as better much job as I want to make fun of this, and I'm, tr- you know, it's, it's, it's whimsical to make fun of a billionaire. This is so sick. It's so sick. Just two brothers going to space. Two brothers. Two brothers going to space. space. After the neutering, only two men with brains. Still had the ability to fuck. Dude, your angle on like uh, uh, Jeff uh, potentially getting shot out of space with a fucking stinger missile by his wife is, yeah. is brilliant. I never Thank thought you. about it like that. Drunk Will has been putting in content. Today. Yeah, you're doing great, dude. Yeah. You should drink more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to go deeper into my art. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. I just, I know the nefarious reasons behind why these guys are like, ultimately trying to go to space like yeah. to be the first to like start you know mining Mine asteroids space rock fucking alien it's not enough money dude you know what always blows my mind what is how many times like now apparently we've seen ufos like the military like the tic-tac ufo and stuff and they're like oh that's a ufo yeah a lot of uh there's a lot more information available now that the government is like just slowly releasing that yeah makes me very suspicious yeah 
I do think that it's because I do think that they're doing it because they want to they want more military funding for uh for uh, the space force. Mm. Like I Oh. Yeah. That is a brilliant. Yeah. I, I think the conspiracy theory. It's not even a conspiracy theory. Like you don't have a 60 minute special with like specialists in the military and navy and and routinely talk about like unidentified uh, flying objects uh which th there's now a military term for i think well, i forget what it's called like they changed it from a ufo which is what cranks use to like a military name yeah it's like uap or something like that and um and the reason why they're doing that i suspect is because they want to justify more funding for space force and they can uh they can ultimately find you know new ways to to become uh, new ways to just you know spy on us and new ways mm. to uh, murder kids in Iraq and Yemen. Uh, so with that with that important space laser technology, you know you can mine asteroids for with that, but also you can literally beam it directly into the I don't know last remaining neurosurgeon in Palestine, like directly to his dome. Yeah, from space. So well, that's a happy thought. Yeah, well, these <laughs> are the thoughts Christ. that are always in my mind. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, that's. I think that's a good take, though, that they're using that shit to drum up interest in in space travel. Sure. And uh, the one thing I would say is like those tapes are so convincing. With the guy who's like, uh, Junior Market, uh, we got an oscillating object over to our left. Uh, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. I just don't. That was really good. I, I, I don't understand. Like. I, something about it doesn't feel right. I just don't trust the government. I'm sorry. So when the government says like, oh, there's UFOs actually and we've been hiding it this entire time, I'm like, God, I want there to be UFOs. What is the fucking reason? Because you want to fuck in, alien pussy. No, that's I'm in it. I'm in it for everything, right? Well, me too. I'm, I'm in it for. I'm in it for a pound. I'm in it for a penny. Like, uh, if they come and they're angry, it's like we we finally have a war that unites all of us. Israel and Palestine finally bond over we're fighting aliens. Dude, are you crazy? We get wiped out in a fucking second, though. There will most of us will die. Not even but most there of will us be a resistance force that survived the neutering that was <laughs> planned by the aliens, in which they disseminated a virus and then gave us a vaccine. Operation Warp Speed was a nod to the fact that they planted it there. Yeah, because they got there in warp speed. Because they wanted to neuter our smartest. Citizens. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. This is literally going to be on the QAnon board. Yes, but in the case that they do come in peace. No shot. Getting penetrated by tentacles, here's, I'm on board. Here's the thing. Here's the reality. Like, I think I have a very level-headed take on this, okay? I, I am the alien understander, okay? Okay. <laughs> and first of all, um, there's a bunch of, like, scientific jargon that I'm not going to get into, like, actual science, not, like, UFO understander science sure. about, like, uh, the, the technological achievements required to be able to travel to our galaxy from yeah. a galaxy that we cannot even comprehend right now or we can kind of see that right. is still in the same, like, that has not been wiped out of existence because a lot of the galaxies that we see far away have already gone yeah, like their light is light from beyond yeah they're yeah. just we're just seeing their from light emitting uh many years later you know yeah. millions of years later we're only seeing their light Enter the stargate but by the time we see their light they're already gone they've already been fucking wiped yeah. out so um so there's that reality there uh, space travel is also virtually impossible 
I don't think that aliens one are are uh, humanoids. Like, you know what I mean? I just I hope they're fucking like jellyfish. I hope they're I jellyfish even, that eat electricity. I think they're just like not even uh, comprehensible with our uh, brain, like light spectrum. Like they're just beyond. Yeah, like I think they're just like interdimensional species that you can't even fucking understand. God, that's so fucking cool. And so it kind of bums me out because that means that we can't fuck them. The arbiters. You know what I mean? You could try. Yeah, but like it's they not could. Gonna... If listen, but I want Zoe Here, Saldana. Here's what I'm saying. Like here's I want, I want blue if avatar they woman. Have the technology to travel interstellar. They have the technology to make a, a nut. Make you nut a, for thirty five no, minutes it's, straight. It, it's like a pussy translator. They can translate whatever their sex organ is to our low bro it's like humanoid understanding right like it just just some kind of some kind of orifice phases it would be like fucking play-doh you know what i mean you don't know that i'm just saying that's like the most like aliens created a pleasure hole i would would, fuck it yeah you would 100 that's what i'm saying not even a question yeah i put my dick in there for sure what if it went put my dick dick. in way quiet what if it went in your dick like down here like sounding Sounding? What's sounding? That's the cock and ball torture where oh. they like shove something in your <gasps> Yeah. Um yeah, I would do it for sure. I feel like they have the power to make you orgasm for like a million years straight, but you feel it in one second. <laughs> Pain. We are the Cenobites. You just you come we back from that a different to- person. Yeah, it's it's only been five seconds, but like your mind is like, like, oh, oh, I've like, seen I'm, things. Your nose is bleeding. Your ears start bleeding. Yeah. You're like, Ugh. I've lived countless epochs. Yeah. It's fucking, I mean, those are the things I like to think about. But I, that's why I'm the space understander. I'm just saying. That's why I'm the alien understander. Yeah, I mean, you are. Man. So that's one. And then two, the more realistic thing is that like, if, if uh, a, a uh, alien uh, species that's alive in the way that we understand it, uh has is capable of space travel and is capable of like you know hitting light speed and whatnot and like coming to our planet they're just gonna mine they would be so yeah they'd be so advanced that like it would be like us to ants you see what i'm saying yeah where like you understand that an ant is like a living being but you don't care about the ant's existence so you like accidentally step on an ant all the fucking time if if an ant bites you you get annoyed and you you can hit it you know what i mean it's over you fucking broke the ant and I think that's what the alien situation would look like. So, and no one has ever had sex with ants. Yeah. Successfully that we know of. Yeah, exactly. It would take a team of ants working round the clock, working in perfect unison. Or, or, the hum- or one human <laughs> or one human that like figures out what fucking, uh, you know, what is the reason, like how you make an ant come. My like God. a human would figure it out and <laughs> then you could like God. fucking beam it onto the ants. That's Jeff Bezos' next project. All right, we're getting a message that we need to get into the final section of our show, which is the phone calls. Let's do it. Bitchin' ant technology. Hey, guys. Big fan of the podcast. Uh, I know there's a lot of important social and political issues going on in our world right now, but I have to hit you with the first grade classic and ask, uh, what is each of your favorite kind of dinosaur? Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm a basic bitch. Are, are you a T-Rex boy? No, Velociraptor. That's a good answer. I love Velociraptors. They're so sick. That's a good answer. Yeah. That's a good answer. Fast, 
they're murderers, dude. They're fucking fast. They're versatile. Like they, they're hunting packs. Like they're just great. T Rex is the basic bitch. T Rex is like, look at me. I have tiny ass arms. Like no, T Rex is not good. No, T Rex is washed, bro. I mean, they're really powerful. We get it, but like, Velociraptors are cool. Velociraptors are cool. All right, what is yours? I like, I don't even know its name. I like the one that's like a big ass tank armadillo. Oh, but it's got like Triceratops. The, no, but it's got like the clubs on its tail. It's got like two. Oh, I know what you're talking and about. And it swings that, that shit, knocks people out, like medieval. Half of those are like not even fucking carnivores, too. That's yeah. like, it's probably like an herbivore. It is an herbivore. Yeah. It's crazy that those big boys are herbivores. Yeah, they're moving in herds. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it's called. Fuck, I wish I knew. Anyway, whatever. A no, stegosaurus? it's not stegosaurus. It's it, it, Stegosaurus is the one with the plates on the back. It's it's It literally has two I know exactly big old about. balls that it would swing around and knock motherfuckers out with. And it was big. I mean, let's look it up. Dino with big balls on his tail. Okay, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> okay, we, that might give you interesting search results. Hey, Will and Hassan. Uh, I've recently been struggling with the way that my career conflicts with my increasing inclination toward leftist points of view. Mm. I work for a small but profitable company where the owner, who originally hired me in a low-level position, has really become my mentor and a parental figure in my life. And he plans to give me the company to run and partially own when he retires. I honestly love the work we do and the people that I work with. And I think I could really excel in my boss's position. But I'm having a tough time reconciling that future path with the way my values have been evolving in recent years. I would literally be the one owning the means of production. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts or advice for me? How small is the company? It's just entirely dependent on like how you run your business. I mean, technically, I have a business now, right? Um, and the way I look at it, the way I think about it is like, uh, uh, what can I what can I do that that gives as much control and as much freedom as possible to uh, the editors, for example, that work uh, with me? And the thing is, like, they manage everything. I like to think about what I would have appreciated as someone who was in a working position as a worker from my managers and my bosses and i try to to give that to the people that i work with uh one is creative control and liberty managing your own time and and uh, you know while still making sure that the projects get done and uh, lastly uh lastly pay scaling on a way that well the 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 workers set for themselves and also if they don't even ask for it, increasing pay on uh, the basis of of uh, like profits increasing or revenue increasing rather than what you can get away with paying. So yeah. those are like those are some very uh, immediate uh, ethical uh, decisions that you can make. And the best way to do that, of course, is by allowing workers to have a say. If you're in a smaller company, too, that's like a lot easier. I think uh, you should just have like actually uh, a, a democratically run, you you could potentially have a democratically run business that way where you just ask your workers like, hey, what's, what's good? This is everything. Balls, uh, you know, the cards are on the table. Um, uh, I, I want to make sure that like everybody has a piece here. Everybody has some equity here. Everyone has a stake in this. Uh, we're all in it together. And, um, you know, manage it that way. 
as close to a cooperative uh, as possible in that regard. Yeah. Even if you're not going to fully do it. Sure. All, all the things he said, but uh, very simply, let me put it this way. Uh, the world, as much as we'd like it to be otherwise, is a very competitive place. And if you don't take that position, someone will. And in a very Machiavellian way, you have to think about, if I'm not going to take this position, is the motherfucker that does even cognizant of the things that I am wrestling with in my mind. And the fact that you are cognizant of these things will probably mean that you will do better by your employees than oh, that. I, I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, I, I wasn't even, it's out of the question. If you have an opportunity to, like, own the business, yeah, fucking take it. What are you, crazy? <laughs> like, yeah. Thank you. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, that's that's basically what I would say is in the world you can always cr create and do more good with power and resources. And I wish it were otherwise, but it's not. So, um always make sure that you have the 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 resources to make yourself happy, healthy, productive, and if you have the opportunity to impact other people's lives positively with your new position, then take it and do the best that you can do. All right. Next one. With great power comes great responsibility. Hey, Will and Hassan. This is Miles. And Hassan I was Miles. wondering what your favorite political film is. Ooh. My personal favorite is Do the Right Thing by director Spike Lee. Mm. But I would just like to know what your guys' favorite is. Thank you for the great podcast. Uh, Do the Right Thing is a tremendous film. I really like... Politically, uh, Thank You for Smoking is tremendous, if you've ever seen it. It's really good. But one that I don't think you have seen, which it is, it, it is made to be intentionally ridiculous, but it gets more and more feasible every time I watch an electric cycle, is Bullworth. Have you ever watched Bullworth? Bullworth is about a politician who basically is scrubbed and like has a break from reality, and he goes, and he's like a white dude, and he's like, I'm going to run as the black politician. And he basically, yeah, and so like he, it, 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 it is, it's amazing commentary and it's meant to be absurdist basically, but like the more that you watch Hillary Clinton go on, you know, like the morning show and be like, I carry raw peppers and hot sauce in my bag. You're yeah. like, oh my God, dude. So Boomworth is that? Uh, that, but, but different. It, the, story, it's, the story of Hillary Clinton. It's, you know, it's, it's a little black phrase president. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> antiquated at this point, but it's certainly, it, it's certainly interesting to watch. So especially looking at like how it was viewed at that time. I think it was, I think it was made in 2000. Oh Jesus. Um, yeah. But, uh, Bullworth, uh, thank you for smoking. And I'm trying to think of another political movie that, that really tickles my pickle. Um. Uh. Well, uh, obviously, the new Blade Runner has some very interesting things to say about robotics and life that I I really enjoy. I love Elysium. That's my number yeah, one do. political. That's my number one political movie, dude. Like, it's a it's a basic like dystopian sci fi uh, shooter action movie with Matt Damon. But that's not what I'm interested in. Like the 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 plot in and of itself is just like super basic and super boring. But I love the world building in Elysium. And Slavoj Žižek agrees with me as well. By the way, I think it's a perfect demonstration of of an anarcho capitalist society where the the difference between the bourgeois capital owning class and the proletariat are, is expressed perfectly. 
Uh, and and I think that it's uh, the future that we are moving towards, especially with Jeff Bezos literally going out to space currently, where the rich have all of their needs taken care of by AI and robots, and then you have uh, other AI and robot overlords down on Earth that is like unmanageable, that's become like an unhabitable, uh, inhabitable, uh, hostile space, basically, uh, where where these robots are just uh, you know are techno overlords and every human that's a worker is basically a slave. So I think that that world building in the background there is perfect for uh, looking into peer peeking into a future where uh, a future that we're heading towards actually a, a planet devastated by climate change uh, where, where the, the differences in uh, class is uh, seen very quite easily. Oh, also, we already mentioned idiocracy in this. Yeah, idiocracy, idiocracy, dude, is is hauntingly on point. <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's a little outdated, but I love, I love my judge. So, yeah, I mean, he's great. All right, do we have some more? Do we have another one or one more? One more. All right, last one. Let's take a look. Hi, Will and Hazan. How are you doing, guys? My question for you today is: If you were both in a horror film. Um, slash dark yes. comedy. Yes. Um, who do you think would die first and how? <laughs> oh, my God. Or if any of you would be able to find the killer, who would it be? This is so easy. I This is the easiest question we've ever gotten. Hassan is like the first or second to die in the movie, and he dies while giving a soapbox soapbox speech, like Wait, Samuel really? Jackson. Yeah. Like oh, in, I, in I, Deep I, Blue I thought you were going somewhere different. No, you know, in De- oh, well, you were fucking. Too. Yes, I thought you were yes. going to say that. I was okay. immediately. That was what I was thinking. Th- those are both acceptable. Like, okay, Deep Blue Sea when the shark comes out and takes Samuel Jackson, like mid, like. That could be Hassan, or Hassan could just be horny, like yeah, no, mid horror movie, and ignore yeah. the signs where it's like he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, we're on a, we're on a, sh- we're in a like a like a rinky dink shack where yeah. I'm just like terrified. There's so much fog out here. Yeah, and I'm just like, did you hear that? And I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's whatever. Just come on. Wait, I think I hear someone. And then it's like, yeah. head cut off. Yeah, that that could be where he dies. I know who I am, and you who? can tell me I'm the self sacrifice guy. Oh wow! I'm the self. How nice guy. of you to m- hey. immediately murder me first and then put yourself I'm, as the cool self. I don't survive dude. though. Still, I'm the self sacrifice guy. I'm like the you're the coolest I guy. Hold them off! Get out of here! It's true. It's true. Get like, out of here! Yeah, you you hold the door. Tell my story. Live two lives. Yeah, no, that's I, me. Yeah, I can see that for yeah. sure. Yep. Yeah, you self sacrifice and then I die fucking. Yeah. Immediately after your sacrifice is in vain. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. no, no, you die way after me for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm the I'm the one who saves like the like we could have been a couple. Yeah, but I have to die for that to happen. No, I maybe get sure. one kiss for sure. That's You're, my life. I can see that. Yeah, as 100 correct. Yeah, I love that we were on the same page though. I was immediately like, I die first. Yeah, I die fucking. Yeah, I die first and I die fucking. That's fear and molding episode six. Hell yeah, we need you to juice it. Get on the socials. Crank and let's, it, dude. Let's juice this into the top 10 political podcasts. We hit 12. We hit number 12 is the highest. we Or number nine, I think, is what you said. But like we hit number nine at, at, when it first came out. Yeah. And right now, we're at like 73 across the board. 
uh, mm. I think in in politics. So we gotta we gotta get those numbers back up, baby. What are we talking about? We got Daily Wire out there, Ben Shabibo, Prager U, so many other conservative yeah. podcasts are out there. We we gotta we gotta get it back up we there. Need juice. We gotta crank and those numbers up. We're over two thousand five star reviews now. Oh we're we're basically halfway we're to the body halfway. pillows. If you haven't done a five star review, it takes five seconds. Go do it. Let's get those body pillows going. True. Maybe we'll throw in a nearly nude calendar. I don't know. I just all I'm saying is this Pride Month and like what Ooh. a way to what a way to end Pride Month with yeah. uh, with some hentai body pillows. There you go. Again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of your input. We appreciate your reviews, and we most of all appreciate you spending your time with us. Um, this is episode six. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. We'll see you next week. All right. Peace. Okay, I'm saying it, dude.